Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. The moon is a powerful guardian and it has guided people to manifest their desires for thousands of years. The ancient Greeks personified the moon as the goddess Selene and carried out their own rituals to the new moon and the full moon every single month. This tradition has endured in time, and up until this very day, lightworkers all around the world gather together at the beginning and at the end of each moon cycle to make desires for the new moon cycle and then release their fears and limiting beliefs at the end of the moon cycle. So, so excited to chat with Yasmin Bolan, an international astrologer and best-selling author of various books about astrology and the moon, about her new oracle cards, the Moonology Oracle Cards. In this interview, you're going to learn how to manifest with the moon's phases. You're going to learn how to overcome negative full moon effects in an article that Yasmin and I wrote together. You're going to learn how the moon affects your zodiac sign 
and also the significance of the different moons, the blood moon and the blue moon, for example. So this interview is very practical in the sense that Yasmin and I took the cards of the Moonology Oracle deck and Yasmin guides us through her process of creating each card as well as the significance between the most important cards in the deck. And our primary focus are the, uh, the cards representing the different phases of the moon so that you can use the deck more deeply to manifest your desires, to work with the energies of the moon, but also to give yourself oracle card readings. You don't need to use the cards for working with the moon. You can use them as any oracle card. To receive guidance from source, but I'll let Yasmin explain that herself. And after you listen to this interview, I'm curious to know, have you used the Moonology Oracle card deck before? If you did, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram at George Lizos and let me know your experience with working with the deck or come and join me in my free private Facebook group for lightworkers called Your Spiritual Toolkit and let me know about your experience. And also you'll be able to join me live for one of the recordings of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. These happen on Instagram every Wednesday in my profile, but sometimes I hold them within uh, my Facebook group, Your Spiritual Toolkit. So come hang out with me and join me live in one of the future episodes. Okay, enjoy this episode with Yasmin Boland, and I look forward to hearing about your monology adventures. So excited to be having Yasmin, and I'm going to do some, a short introduction about her right now before we start. So Yasmin Boland is an international astrologer, New Age writer, and the author of Angel Astrology, Monology, Astrology Basics, which is now be, going to be called Astrology Made Easy, and it's coming out in September, and the upcoming Monology Oracle Cards that's coming out September 25th, and the Monology Diary that came out in August seven and already has so many five-star reviews on Amazon. Hello, Kat. Thank you for joining us live. Let me know you can hear me properly. Okay, so Yasmin writes for publications all around the world, including the Sunday Telegraph, Red, Soul and Spirit, and Chat It's Fate magazines, as well as the Daily Stars for Yahoo, Australia, and New Zealand. And today, Yasmin will be joining us to talk all about the energy of the moon and working with the energy of the moon to manifest our desires. Okay, let me bring on Yasmin right now. Hello, Yasmin. Welcome. Hi. Hi, George. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Everybody watching live, uh, live, let us know if you can hear Yasmin as well. But everything looks to be perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm very good. I'm in Malta. Yes, you're in Malta. You're, we're actually very close by to it uh, right now. We're having a chat about it before. Yes. I can feel your energy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Yasmin, I wanted to start this interview with a, a very basic question just to situate everybody on the topic of the moon and the importance of working with the moon in our lives. So my question is, why work with the moon? What is significant about the moon that has attracted people throughout the millennia to look at it, to study it, and to work with its energy? Hmm. Very good question, George. Okay, so why work with the moon? It's, I mean, you know, in my life, I didn't sort of sit down one day and think, right, that's it, I'm going to work with the moon. I actually kind of got wind of people having done it. Women have done it for literally hundreds of years, women in particular and some enlightened men. And... Uh, the thing is, if you, I'm an astrologer, as you mentioned, and you know, if you go through astrology history, what you find mainly is that um, most of the astrologers back in the day were men, okay, and the people doing the moonology were women. Mm -hmm. And in astrology, uh, the sun is very yang, obviously, and male. And the moon is very feminine and yin, very yin and feminine. 
And so it's kind of, I mean, to me, it's like when you say, why work with the moon? I mean, it's not quite the same thing, but it's almost like saying, why have lunch? Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, to me, it's just like, well, obviously there's the moon up there and it's up there for a reason. And we are strongly connected to it. We know that because, you know, our bodies are 70% water and they respond to the moon and the tides work with the moon and women periods with the moon. And, you know, it's just, to me, it's almost like staring us in the face. In fact, I would say, you know, that the harder question to answer in a way would be why not work with the moon? Because, Mm. you know, it's so natural to think, uh, you know, we're, we're on this planet spinning around the sun, the moon is spinning around us, and it's just a natural cosmic timer. And as I said, people, women in particular, have worked with the moon for literally hundreds of years. But as you would probably know, and a lot of the people listening would know, um, you know, at one point they started burning women at the stake <laughs> for working with the moon you know, among other things. And so really it kind of just got suppressed and it got Mm. lost. And what's really interesting, I mean, there's always the, you know, for every uh, action there's always an opposite reaction. What's really interesting is when you look at what's going on in the world today, um, especially politically, you know, especially over in the United States at the moment where, you know, there's Mm. all this carry on and it seems like, gosh, we feel like in so many ways we feel like we're at a low point. But uh, in fact, you know, now more than ever, women are working with the moon. And I think that's maybe a reaction to what's going on. And, and, you know, there's all this other stuff going on as well, George. You know, you don't need me to tell you, but you know about it. But in a way, it's a good context. So there's the whole Me Too times up, the rise and rise of the divine feminine, you know, more and more uh, women getting in touch with their, their powers. And women have always done that by working with the moon. So again, it, like to me, it makes absolutely total sense that this has become a thing. So it's part of the wave of empowerment that's coming up uh, against the patriarchy and, what, and all the destruction that has created in the world, basically. It's part of the movement of finding balance, would, would you say? Yeah, it totally is. And it's so interesting, you know, talking, Talking to you, a man, about yeah. The, yeah. the you know the kickback against the patriarchy, but that's why I've always loved you, George. Because yeah. you know, like you are one of the guys that gets it, and there are lots of guys that get it. You know, and my husband's an amazing man, and he he gets it as well. But yes, it is kind of about the patriarchy, and it's about. I mean, you think about it. The moon is magic, and by working with the moon, especially doing the things that I recommend which are not things I invented particularly. Um, mm. They're things that I sort of framed a bit, I suppose, in, in moonology. Um, but, you know, it actually empowers women enormously. Now, women have not been empowered over the years. No, at all. And, yeah. And, I mean, even my son, who's 11, you know, like it's been really interesting seeing him grow from, you know, being a newborn to two or three and, you know, loving me so much and seeing me, I'm I'm like the breadwinner in our family. I'm like, you know, the the dynamo of the family. And and then actually he grew up the first couple of years in Australia where we had a female prime minister for a little while, yeah. Julia Gillard. And but then, you know, and me seeing him thinking women are really empowered. But then now that he's eleven, he's starting to realise the truth, which is some women are empowered, but not all women, and, and it is actually kind of still a man's world. So that's, you know, and that's the way it's been. Not, I mean, even a man's world is a funny thing to say, but you know what I mean? Men basically still yeah. have the power. Yeah. And so if you think about it, women make magic using the moon. We've mm. done that for hundreds of years, and I'm not particularly a witch. Like, I'm not Wiccan. I'm not into Wicker. I'm, you know, I'm not in a coven or a coven I don't even know how you say it I'm you know I can't I mean I wouldn't even say I'm a witch because I'd probably offend actual witches who'd say well you don't you're not a witch because you don't, you practice. don't, do any, yeah. no, you don't practice but I make moon magic all the time I always mm. think of myself I mean you know you used to live in London you know I, I live in Fulham one of the most middle class <laughs> suburbs, you know, it's right know. next door to Chelsea. Yeah. And I'm like, I think, well, I'm the Fulham witch, you know. 
but what people did was they, you know, by burning women at the stake for working with the moon, I mean, among other things, but that was a big part of it was making magic. They basically disempowered women. And now for some reason, it's quite hard to fathom, but I think it's to do with the, um, I do think it's to do with the total eclipse of the sun that we had in 1999, you know, mm. when the, the lights basically turned Yeah, I remember. Down in Cornwall, yeah. That was always said at the time. It was also around the time of something that was called harmonic concordance. I mean, yeah. obviously some people listening to this were barely even born in 1999. But, mm. you know, it started then and it's happening and it's happening and it's happening and it's still happening. So women are basically reclaiming their power and that is including working with the moon and that is including, you know, with equal pay. It's all part of the same. It's all part of the same wave of change that's coming up. Yes. And our and mutual friend, Amy Kybird at Hay yeah. House, who commissioned my book Moonology yeah. when you were actually working at Hay House. That's how I met you yes. initially. Um, exactly. You know, Amy was on the tip, you know, she saw it coming and there are, because she's attuned to the moon, people will see, they are coming, but some people still don't see it and they still don't realise what's going on. But people are realising. People can feel the, the change coming, so they're drawn towards the moon. So it's exactly. the perfect timing for the Moonology Oracle cards. Now, why did you want to create a card deck? What is it exactly? It's so beautiful. I love the back cover, the back drawing yeah, of the cards. Yeah, they're beautiful. Beautiful. What is the purpose of the Moonology Oracle cards? What did you envision these cards to be and do for women and men who want to connect to the divine feminine energy of the moon. Okay. So what happened was that Hay House sort of came to me and said, we want to do, we want you to do some Oracle cards. And I had been working on decks of Oracle cards for myself for mm. about, I don't know, five years. And um, so I, I kind of like, I actually wrote back to them. I think like, I think when I had the meeting in Hay House, in the morning and I think yeah. by the end of the day I'd actually written back to them with the proposal because I knew exactly what I wanted to do and um, what I really wanted to do was to create a deck I've, I love oracle cards I'm a massive oracle card fan like I've got so many oracle cards I'm Me actually on, on holidays at the moment so I'm not at home but I have so many oracle cards at home that I kind of you know it's become an issue <laughs> I, I have to, they have their own, you know, bookshelf practically. I had um, to declutter myself. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So, so because I love them, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted, which yeah. was essentially to provide a deck that would be really frank and forthright mm -hmm. in its answers. Um, so that was kind of my number one thing. But the other thing wanted to do and it's probably because I've got a Capricorn moon on my MC so I like I like to teach sometimes um, was I wanted them to be used as le learning tools yeah beautiful I wanted them to be used as learning tools so I wanted them to be something that people could go to and you know just get one card and get an answer to their question but also as they use the book which goes with it Mm -hmm. um, I wanted them to be able to learn. So each mm. um, each page you'll find at the very end has a thing, the teaching. So this is the full moon in Taurus, for example, and it will teach you a little bit about the astrology as well because what I found is with all these people who now want to work with the moon around the world, you know, there's still a lot to learn because it's, it's so very much. simple to say, oh, okay, so we'll make our new moon wishes at the new moon and we'll make our full moon forgiveness at the full moon mm -hmm. but there's so many nuances so i've tried to start to teach people a little bit um so as much as a, as being an oracle deck it's also kind of a teaching tool yeah for anyone who wants to use it like that as well that's what and, i love about them as well and, so and yeah. can i just say george um you know it's been so interesting because uh, the artist is a girl called Nix Rowan. Yeah. And uh, here, there's a beautiful picture. Yes. And um, she's in Canada. And we actually had this really weird misunderstanding when we were doing the cards together. And we didn't actually communicate at all. Everything I communicated with her was through Hay House. And in fact, I had her email address wrong. So I thought she just wasn't replying to me, which uh -huh. was a bit strange. Um, but 
the result of that was that basically it was all kind of quite separate, her drawings and my words. Yeah. So I did give her lots and lots of ideas about, you know, these colours and these feelings, but they're all just in documents that I sent to Amy, actually, who then forwarded them to her. So I was actually really nervous about how the cards were going to work out. And um, I've had now, I've had my deck for about a month or two, a month, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've used them yet, but honestly, I, I, I found them so accurate. So, so to I'm, the point. That's I'm, what I love about so, card I'm so happy. What I love about this deck, Yasmin, is that, as you said, it gives you straight yes or no answers. It gives you a clear answer. Because yeah. when we really go to Oracle cards for, for guidance, we don't really want the ambiguity. We just want a clear yeah. guidance as to what we have to do. And yeah. you're a straightforward person as well, having known I you am. for the yeah. past three to four years. So this is perfectly reflected and mirrored in the deck. Yes. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. There are 12 cards about the new moon in each of the zodiac signs. And yes. then 12 cards about the full moon in all the zodiac signs. And yes. then we have the wild cards with the special yes. moons. Okay. Yes. So yes. what I want to do right now, I want to introduce people to the energies, the basic eight phases of the moon, what the energy means and how they can work with it to manifest their desires. And I've got the cards picked out. So let's go through them. So the new moon, what is the energy? of the new moon and how can people work with it? Okay, now do you mean the energy of the new moon in the sky or the energy of the new moon in the card? Aha, uh -huh. <laughs> is there a difference? A bit. So the energy of the new moon in the sky is it's the start of a new cycle. It happens mm -hmm. once a month. So once every yeah. two weeks we get a new moon or a full moon. They yes. go in order, new moon, full moon, new mm -hmm. moon, full moon. Um, if you get that card, basically it means that whatever you're asking about is actually going to have a sort of a refresh. Mm -hmm. You know, it's starting. It's definitely not ending. So often people will ask, you know, should I do, you know, should I leave my job or whatever? If you got that, you kind of think, well, yes, probably. You know, there's a new start coming. Uh -huh. A new start is coming. That's what it says. Oh, Perfect. there you go. And, and with regards to the, the new moon in general, is it, again, about new wishes and new beginnings and new starts? Yes, it's a time to make your wishes, set your intentions. You know, if ever I'm launching something, I try my best to launch it on a new uh, moon. at the new moon. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, moving on to the next phase, which is the waxing crescent moon. Okay. Now, so what's that about? Yeah, people will be familiar with that. The new moon, you actually can't see. That. That's when you first start to see the, the little sliver of the moon. Mm. And okay, so I can see that it says, have faith in your dreams. We put, I put that because um, if you get that card, the waxing crescent moon is like the, really like this. It's the second phase of the moon on the, using the what we call the Dane Rajar model. Mm -hmm. um, and it basically means things are just starting and it's when you start to put more energy into something. So if you mm. make your new moon wishes, it's when you start to really make an effort to make them come true. And if you get that card, it basically means you know, you're just at the start of the cycle, so you have to keep the faith in what it is you're trying to aim for. So it's basically a taking action card. Like, you've, you've said your wishes, yes. now it's time to take action and move forward. Yes, and also, you know, as a card, it means, it would mean that whatever you're asking about is just developing. Oh, that's interesting. So uh, something that hit me right now, this... Um, Working with the, new, with, the, with the new moon and the phases of the moon, it feels to me that the first part, uh, it's until the full moon, it's all about taking action, which is the divine masculine. So would you say that the moon has both a divine masculine and a divine feminine energy in it? Yes. And in fact, you said that amazing thing, which I quoted again quite recently, yeah. which was basically that uh, about the moonlight. So yes. this is something for people to think about. The sun is yang, the moon is yin, okay? When we get moonlight, it's the yang sunlight. And the moon. The yeah. yin. The yin. And that's why moonlight, I think, is so important to sort of dance around in and bathe in. Yeah. 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 Um, all that. So uh, the other thing to mention, though, is that the new moon is very yin. It's, mm. You can't actually see the new moon. It's a very quiet time. The mm. But the full moon is very yang. So, you know, it's that's how it goes. So it goes from it's yin a progressive to yang kind of energy. And back to yin again. Yes, and it doesn't stop. 
Yeah, and for everybody watching, I'm going to share that article that I wrote on Yasmin's website, which is all about moonbathing and how to work with yes, the, yes. the moonlight. Okay, Please moving do. on to the first quarter moon, which is your commitment is being tested. What's okay. that about? Okay, so basically a week after the new moon, you get the, court, the first quarter moon, and mm. it's when, in fact, the sun is making what's called a square, which is a hard angle mm -hmm. to the moon, or the moon's making a hard angle to the sun. Yeah. And it's a time usually where there'll be a little crisis, which will often mm. test how committed you are to whatever it is you said you're committed to. Ooh. And so with this card, if you get that card, it, it would mean, um, you know, you're going through a few issues at the moment because you need to decide how committed you are to whatever it is you're asking about. Ooh, loving this one. I like the, the, the darker colours here as well. It just yeah. prompts you to think. They're amazing, different. amazing yeah. pictures by Nick Rowan. And then we have the Gibbous Moon. You're very close to achieving your goal. Yes, and Again, that is actually the cover picture on the diary. Uh -huh. um, yeah, so Gibbous means bulging. Such mm -hmm. a funny word, okay? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like the moon is just bulging with all the moonlight that it's connected, all the information, everything. And... Uh, so the Gibbous moon comes just before the full moon and it's when we everyone starts to go really crazy. Getting that card, though, means, you know, it's nearly there. You're nearly at the desired manifestation, which is the full moon. So you're nearly there. Almost there. Perfect. And then we have, we're there already with the full moon, surrender to the divine. Yes. So... Now, the reason why I put that is because I've been going to an ashram in India for about, I don't know, 15 years or something. And um, every full moon there, there's a beautiful full moon ceremony which can involve up to like 10,000 people mm. um, and all sorts of amazing things go on. And it's, the full moon is like the manifestation. It's the explosion. But for me, I wanted to call that surrender to the divine because the full moon is the time to surrender. Basically, what's happened has happened. The full moon brings the climax and now, you, and now you need to surrender it because then as soon as we move past the moment of the full moon, we actually go into the wax, the waning yeah. cycle. Yeah. So it's time to let go. So it's all, that's why we, we work with the full moon with forgiveness a lot because it creates yes. a kind of a, an overwhelming feeling. Yes, exactly. And, and the reason why we do full moon forgiveness as well, I, I'm not sure this is what you meant, but all our emotions come up yeah, at the exactly. time of the full moon. Mm. So, you, you know, it's a really good time to access your emotions and actually process them. Okay, perfect. And then we move on <clears throat> into the disseminating moon. My crazy holiday hair, excuse me. <laughs> I'm loving that. <laughs> disseminating moon and the, the saying is take time to breathe out. What does that mean and how okay. do you work with it? Okay, so the disseminating moon is the first phase, and these all go in 45 degrees, okay? Mm -hmm. So 45 degrees after the full moon, we move into the disseminating moon phase. And basically, it's like, oh, right, well, thank God that's over. Now that's I over. can, yeah, now I can kind of like try and, you know, get some kind of balance, emotional yeah. balance going again. It's actually a time to share whatever you've learned with people. And it's a time when um, the intense energies of the past few days will start to uh, calm down. And if you get the disseminating moon as a, in a, as a card, it probably means that the emotional intensity of the situation has peaked and you're now into a calmer phase. Like better things are coming, like, like we're letting go of the... Of the yeah. old and in all fairness, recovering. Not, it may not be better things are coming. It may be, you ah. know, it may be, well, you you know, you've had the breakup and yes. but now you can start to you're kind of resting. <laughs> yes, exactly. Resting, recuperating. Recovering recovering yes. kind of it part. doesn't have to be negative, but just okay. not to give people the wrong impression. Yeah, it can, yeah, yeah. can be both. Of course. Okay. And then well, the other one, I love, I love how dark these cards are because it just brings up so much mysticism. Yeah. The other one is a third quarter moon. Adjustments are required. Yes. So we had the first quarter moon, which is a week after the new mm -hmm. moon. 
a week later the full moon and now a week later we get the um, third quarter moon mm -hmm. and uh, basically astrologically it, again it can be a time where there's sort of some upsets but it's really about also saying you know it's time for you to release your grip because mm. you know did you actually surrender or are you still still you know overly so attached mm. yes and so that card can also mean you know like it's time we're in the cycle of letting go have you actually let go yet hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Releasing attachments. Exactly. Okay. And then finally, we have the balsamic moon, which is a time for healing, which is just before the new moon. Yes. So the balsamic moon is when just before the moon disappears and balsamic, you know, we all know balsamic vinegar. Yes. Actually, balsamic means healing and soothing. Okay. Yeah. So it's a very healing and soothing time. So again, this card would come up to signify that you've moved into a more healing phase. So look, mm. whatever you've been through, you're going to be in a more healing phase. Yeah. I was just thinking, shall I draw a card for everybody who watches yes, this? Yes, uh, let's, let's draw a card for one? everybody. Let's see. All right, let's have a look. Let's go here. So, card, if you're listening, if you're hearing this, it's for you. Oh, oh. What is nice. it? The best card. Oh, full moon, surrender to the desire, my favorite. No, surrender to the divine. Sorry, to the divine. <laughs> you can surrender to your desire as well, George. Yeah. <laughs> so what is our message from, from this card? So I think the message of this card is get in touch with the divine, get in touch with the divine mother, get in touch with uh, the divine feminine, get in touch with the moon and surrender, you know, just... Uh, I mean, what you need to do is you kind of need to state your intentions and then surrender them. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for this uh, group reading for everybody watching live as well as the replay as well. Now, exactly. before, I move, before we move on into the, the special moon cards, I want you to touch a little bit on the topic of there are 12 new moons on, the zodiac, on each of the zodiac signs and then 12 full moons on each of the zodiac signs. How does the zodiac sign aspect affect the meaning of the cards in general? So, I mean, if you know anything about astrology, you'll know that, you know, um, Leo is all about shining and strutting your stuff and, yeah. you know, Gemini is about communication yes. and Aquarius is about humanitarianism. So each new and full moon actually takes on some of the characteristics of, uh, of the star signs. The other thing, though, that's really important to know when you start working with the moon and working with, you know, the cards, but also just working with the moon in general, is that with the 12 signs of the zodiac, we actually cover pretty much everything you can think of in your life. So whether it's work or home or money or love or sex or friends or communication, travel, study, teaching, it's all covered by the 12 signs. So for people who actually want to work on themselves and, you know, become better people, basically, you know, we can improve ourselves by working with the moon. So you work with the 12 new moons and the, and the 12 full moons of the year. Mm. Mm. You will have worked on every single part of your life. 
You'll have set intentions in every uh -huh. single part of your life and you'll have done release work in every single part of your life over the course of one year. So that's something that's really worth thinking about as well. And actually, I was just before we got on the line, yes. I was just writing the stars for the end of September. Yes. Horoscopes. Um, and uh, that's going to be the full moon in Aries. So it's going to be a new Aries cycle. Uh, Aries being the first sign of the zodiac. So it's going to be a really good time to work with that one and then commit to the 12. So we can use the card as well as a tool for personal growth to oh, work yeah. on, like, not without giving readings, just taking yes. each card for the new moon and the full moon, meditating yes. on it, doing some journaling about it, and just working on that particular zodiac yes. sign and what it brings for us into our lives. Yes, yes, Ooh, yes. That's amazing. So, so many uses for the deck. I love that. That's what I wanted to create, yeah. actually, that it could actually be used as a teaching tool as well as for divination. It's so many layers. That's yes. what I love about it. Okay, so let's move on to my favorite part, all the special moons that I have zero idea about. I mean, I know the basics of astrology, <laughs> but with regards to the special moons, I haven't really sit down to do um, some meditation and channeling about their energy. So I'm very curious to know about, okay. uh, about them. Now, let me start. I'm going to leave my favorite ones for the end. And let's start with a new moon eclipse. What is the okay. energy of the new moon eclipse? All right. So the new moon is time of uh, beginnings, uh -huh. intentions, and all that. The new moon eclipse is basically that on steroids. <laughs> so, so if you think basically with the new moon, you set your intentions for the yeah. coming four weeks until the yeah. next new moon, and then you do it again. The eclipse, you do it for the next six months because we only get eclipses every six months. Wow. Yeah, and predictions that you make for yourself uh, once you learn to work with the moon, they are valid for six months. Wow. And does it matter what zodiac sign the, the, the new moon eclipse is in? Well, it does because it, each sign will hit a different part of your chart depending on your rising sign. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I love this. Okay, I look forward to the next one so I can make my wishes for the next six months. Um, let's move on to the full moon eclipse. So again, it's a very similar thing. You know, the full mm. moon is always about letting go. Now, lunar eclipses, full moon eclipses can be quite difficult, especially for people like me who I'm a moon child, I'm quite, you know, soft and I don't really mm. like change. I'm a bit vulnerable. Um, and a full moon can be a time of change. So... Uh, Full moon eclipse is a time of double change or triple change. Big so they, they, I find them a bit more challenging potentially than um, new moon eclipses. But the thing is to remember, eclipses actually, they're just about getting us back on the right track. You know, if we've gone off our path, it will shove us back on the path, you know, as unceremoniously as yeah. needed. <laughs> yeah. I love this. And before we move into the other cards, everybody watching live, let us know if you have any questions for Yasmin about any of the cards, about anything about the moon. Uh, she's here to answer them. And let me just show the back of the card again, which I love. Shows a full Lovely, cycle. Lovely, yeah. Okay. Now, the, let's, this term I've never heard before, so I'm very interested about. Void of course moon. Right. Okay. So the void of course moon actually there are various meanings in astrology mm -hmm. but the one that i use and that i use in the card as well mm -hmm. it's a tiny little bit difficult to explain if you don't know astrology but in a nutshell it's about the fact that as the moon moves around the chart it makes connections to the other planets so you might get moon trine venus or moon square pluto or moon conjunct Mars, so in each sign. Now, after the moon makes its last major connection to mm -hmm. one of the planets, mm -hmm. before changing signs, mm -hmm. it's said to be void of course. Ooh, okay. And it, it's not doing anything. It's doing mm -hmm. nothing until it changes signs. So, yeah, so the void of course moon is something that's used a lot in what's called horary astrology, which is an ancient form of... Um, mm. astrological divination and basically whatever happens at the time of the void of course moon is said yeah. to be no fruit so i remember once for example having broken up with a boyfriend talking about that a lot at the moment breaking up with people because there's so many breakups going on with the eclipses we've just had uh -huh. but anyway he he finally he came back 
to me, sort of with his tail between his legs a few weeks later. And I noticed that the moon was void, of course, and I knew it wouldn't go anywhere and it didn't. Aha, uh -huh. okay. So, that, so how, how do we notice, how do we know when the void, uh, void of course, moon is on? Uh, well, you need to know a bit of astrology, I'm afraid. Okay, in order to do it, okay. I'm, yeah. Need to do some reading about it. Okay, let's move on into my two favorite moons that I want to talk about. Let's start with the supermoon. Okay, so now supermoons actually happen every single year and they're to do with the distance of the moon to the earth because the moon doesn't go in an exact circle around the earth. It goes, you know, it, it's all very astronomical rather than astrological. Yeah. yeah. But the supermoon has become very well known on Facebook uh, mm. as if, as if it's this rare, rare thing, but actually they happen a couple of times a year, every single year. And mm. they're just basically because at some point the moon is closer uh, and at some point it, the moon is further away. And the supermoon is when it's closer and it can and look it looks up bigger on the sky. Yeah. 14% bigger, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I think symbolically because the distance of the moon will affect us to an extent because of because of the lunar powers. Mm. I think that I made that card sort of a warning of, you know, look, things are getting very intense emotionally. Okay, so how is that related to the full moon eclipse, though? Because they're both like intense moons. Yes, well, sometimes you'll have the um, lunar eclipse will be a super moon as well i think this year or ah. last year we had the super moon blood moon lunar eclipse something else you know you get these big intense ones and everyone God. okay goddess <laughs> okay perfect and then finally the blue moon okay so again the blue moon has lots of different meanings um you know in you know, in America, they had one meaning. In England, they had another meaning. But essentially, a blue moon, I, the one I like to use, is uh, it, there's usually a certain amount of new moons and full moons in each season. And if you get an extra one, an extra full, or full moon in a season, then it's a blue moon. But it only ever happens very rarely, yeah. so it's called a blue moon. It's not actually blue. But there's also, if you get two... Uh, full moons in the same sign in one month which can happen but i mean you know there's not really any astrological implications no, in that it's, a, it's no. just kind of a coincidence on the man-made calendar but yeah. the card itself what i made it is you know this is a rare thing yes because it says believing the impossible because it comes rarely which is why exactly. we use the phrase once in a blue moon right exactly exactly it was very funny the other day my cousin yeah. who in malta who doesn't believe hi mark if you watch this doesn't yeah. really believe in astrology or moonology yeah. um or intuition or anything like that he's a lawyer <laughs> he's, a, he's a, a lawyer and very you know rational yeah. and he was shuffling my cards and he was like yeah, and he, got, he saw that card, he went, yeah, yeah, right, believe in the impossible. And then, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, Mark, believe in the impossible. And we were talking about a, a, something he's trying to do in his life at the moment, create a project. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and he said, and he said, okay, well, I'll ask about the card. So we shuffled them and chose one. And he said, you know, what's going to happen with my creative project, pulled it, and he got believe in the impossible. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, he, he, he's converging, right? To had a little, well, he had a little affirmation. I don't a know how much bit. he lived. Wow. I lo a lovely hearing, like, uh, stories like that where people who don't believe just something yeah. happens and then there's a little glimpse of hope over there. Exactly. Okay. So, my next question. I have two more questions for you. So, everybody watching, okay. let us know your questions. Uh, there are a few comments saying beautiful artwork. They're enjoying uh, the artwork and the deck. Um, and just let me remind everybody that deck comes out September 25th. Is that right? And they can, we can pre-order it from amazon.co.uk or amazon.com or Australia, wherever you are in the world, or you can get it from Hay House. Yes. As well as the uh, Moonology Diary 2019, which is out already, and Astrology Made Easy, which is coming out, I think, on the same day. Um, it's uh, all around September. the same time. It's all around the same time in September. Okay. My Gosh, next no. question, uh, Yasmin, is can people who are not into astrology or don't know much about astrology yet still use the deck and what can they use it for? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, you literally don't need to know anything about astrology. 
all you need to do is have the cards, have the intention to ask a question that you're going to get a proper answer to, ask it, and it's the same as any other deck of oracle cards. You don't need to know anything about astrology. But you, you might learn something. Watch yes. out. You just need to use your intuition in order to like um, uh, get information from the messages, from the artwork, from the symbolism in the cards. Yes, yes. But you literally, it's like I've got my famous uh, Doreen Virtue Ascended Masters cards here, which yes. I still love. Yes. And, um, you know, you don't need to know anything about Ascended Masters per se to no. understand the decks. It's the same thing. Exactly, exactly. Now, what if, what about people who know a lot about astrology or like, astrologers themselves how can they use the deck in a more advanced way to give astrology readings for example or to read the chart can they use can they use the deck in combination with reading the chart for a yeah, I mean, you yeah. definitely could use it in combination with a chart reading um i think the thing that would happen if if you're a proper you know experienced astrologer and you're using these cards yeah. what will actually happen is that you will actually be able to add your own layer of meaning so i've given all the kind of the most top of mind sort of obvious things but if you're an astrologer and you're reading someone's chart and you can see what's going on in their chart and then you're getting doing the cards you're going to be able to you'll be able to go the extra mile in the interpretations okay so an, an extra layer into the uh, the chart reading basically yes exactly Okay, and my final question has to do with uh, that article we, we co-wrote in a way on your website, which was all about, because every time there's a full moon, you, he you hear it on Facebook and Instagram, everybody's talking about this, a full moon, everything's going to go wrong, and just people freak out about it. And because, I mean, let's be honest, the energy of the full moon is quite intense, and I feel it as well. I just get more agitated, and I feel more overwhelmed. So many emotions are coming up. And I've been thinking about ways to overcome the, um, the, um, the, the negative effects that the full moon seems to bring up for many people. And what I wrote in that article was um, moon bathing from the beginning of the moon cycle all the way through to the end of the cycle with the full moon, just like 10 minutes of moon bathing every single day, just so we can get that amount of moonlight progressively, gradually, so that we don't get overwhelmed on the last on the, on the full moon. Yeah. What are some of your tools and your ways of dealing with all the overwhelm that comes okay. up with the full moon? So, okay, so George, the first thing I'd say is the full moon is not negative in itself. Mm -hmm. What it is is that, and this is part of my sort of life purpose, I think. Yes, um, is to sort of you know we are not as children taught how to deal with our emotions. You know, like we're taught to basically behave, stand up, sit down, do your homework, do what your mum and dad says and, you know, fit in. And uh, there's not really room for lots and lots of emotions. And the reason why people might associate the full moon with negativity is because it is when all the emotions come up. And that can feel like a bad thing, but it's not because actually, you know, as you know, we have to release all our, you know, mm. stuff. And um, so, yeah, there's, there's, so think of it like that. Uh, yeah, now I can't remember what the rest of your question was. No, it's like you've answered it. It's all about working with the moon to really process our emotions. It really yes. asks us to turn our attention inwards rather than trying to suppress our emotions yeah. like uh, society is telling us to do it's all yeah. about uh, no don't cry no don't do this yeah. don't do that. Yeah. well how about well cry <laughs> yeah yeah so moon, and I, I, yeah. I do love your idea of you know moon bathing on a yeah. regular basis and it doesn't even have to be every night because not everybody's going to manage to get out it, for 31 no. days in a row yeah. but <laughs> yeah but you know even if you get out on a regular basis yeah. and as george says you know rather than getting overwhelmed just at the full moon you'll actually be more attuned to the moon that's a, a beautiful idea and i actually so just do that. process it progressively yeah beautiful that was my last question thank you so much for guiding us through the moonology oracle deck i loved it i've been using it for about two months now i got an early copy which i loved so i got to give myself a reading every single day and just um, see just follow the guidance from the moon 
everybody watching live or the replay, you can pre-order the deck on Amazon Monology Oracle Cards, as well as the Monology Book and the Monology Diary, and you can get your full Monology set. <laughs> and if, if you're in Australia, because I'll share this video if I can, yes. uh, you can get it from booktopia.com.au. Exactly. In Australia, we don't have uh, Amazon. Yes, it's Booktopia. Perfect. Thanks for mentioning that. Thank you so much. Uh, Yasmin, have a wonderful rest of your holiday in Malta and then Thank you, Paris. George. I miss you. I miss you as well. Next time I, go, um, I come to London, I'll make it a point to, uh, to oh, have yeah. a drink over coffee and lovely. chat about stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Come for dinner. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I will for sure. Okay. Thank you everybody for watching live. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.